This is the Ross, L and Luke Show, episode number 76. Today, we welcome our first guest to the show. Hello and welcome to the Ross, L and Luke Show. And Will. And, and uh, yeah, this is... Uh, we have a, uh, a guest today, so it's the uh, And Will Show, or... Uh, and David show, whichever you want to go for there. So, uh, David Wilson, welcome to our podcast. Thank you very much for having me. It's, oh. an, it's an honour and a privilege. It's quite, nice. it's quite surreal. It, it is. is. It's it very surreal. So, some of you may uh, may remember from the feedback we've been getting. So, he's a, a long-time listener and wonderful feedback uh, guest as well. So, it's an absolute pleasure to have you on the show. Thank you. And thank you. I've... Um, yeah, it's it's quite surreal now sitting here with you guys because for the last two years and a bit, I think I've been yeah had my headphones on listening to you on the Jubilee line going in from Canary Wharf into um, Bond Street every morning. That was my kind of ritual and finishing it off as I was walking along Oxford Street. Oh, so right. yeah, now I'm here. So it's a bit it's a bit surreal, that's for sure. For those who who don't recognise those places, that's London. So uh, he's come uh, a long way around the globe to uh, to be here today. Yep, a long way and a lot of yeah. jet lag as well, but well worth it. Thanks again. Very special guest. Great to yes. have you here. <laughs> mm. So tell us a, a, a little bit about yourself, if that's all right. We'd love to know who is David Wilson. Sure. Um, without rambling on too much, how I'm connected here is through Mr. Alistair, of course, old school friends since the age of is it your age? 12, 13, yeah. around then, yeah. middle school. So yeah, that's the connection we've always, always kept in touch, really. In, in 2001... I went to live in the UK, mm-hmm. so I was kind of there for last 18 years. I did come back in 2005, 2006, just for a bit of a hiatus back here, and then went back again. And so, yes, yeah, so pretty much what's that 16 years of living living in London and the Isle of Wight was wow. where I was based as well, so it's kind of okay. swimming between those two places. Um, swimming to work. Literally, yeah. I had to, <laughs> some days, though, you would have to, because when, when yeah, the storms would come through and there's no ferries going across, yeah. you, you got island-bound. So to speak. So I was not moving off the island, but yeah, along that's a, that's another story. But yeah, I was um, working in the film industry. That's what I went over there to do. Yeah, wow. To work in the post production film industry. <coughs> I did work in um, the film industry here in South Melbourne, just on Bank Street. That's when I first started, and then uh, you know London was kind of the place to be if I wanted to grow. Of course, it was either LA or London, the big film kind of communities in yeah, the world, mm-hmm. and I. Had an, you know had citizenship for England, so it was kind of easy just to mm-hmm. go there and and live there. It was quite easy, and my, it had an English father, and all his family were there, mm-hmm. so it was yeah. very familiar, very easy for me to just migrate and get there. I knew mm-hmm. the surroundings were quite easy, and yeah, I got work really quickly, and that was it. Well that was history. And then after a long slog at doing that, I kind of you know as we all get older, just change life changes, and mm-hmm. a few things move along, and it was um. One day, my ex-wife at the time, she's, oh, I've got really bad sciatica pain. Can you give me, you know, can you rub, just give me a, you know, back rub. So I was like, okay. I don't know, don't know, you know, didn't know what I was doing. Just a typical bloke. Just, is that all right? Does that feel good? Yeah, yeah. yeah you're really good, you know. I, I, you should do a course. I was like, nah, nah, what do you mean do a course? It's, get away, you know, you know the kind of thing. And then Christmas, I got given a, a Neil's Yard introduction to a massage course day. So I was like, oh, okay, I'll go along and do it. And kind of, yeah, really enjoyed it. Yeah. Got into it, got good feedback from the teachers there, and went then went and enrolled and did the diploma course mm-hmm. through Neil's Yard, 
which was a three-year course so it was quite intensive yeah. long wow. just wasn't a quick short course it was really tough um doing biology and chemistry and stuff like mm. which i was rubbish at at school as al would remember it wasn't my forte at all it yeah. really challenged me to learn about all that side of things and anatomy and physiology and apart from the massage side of things as well so then i qualified aromatherapist and massage therapist mm. and i kind of yeah really embraced that side of life and career so i moved away a bit from the film world and forged a career doing that kind of work and um, also did some yoga teacher training mm -hmm. as well to complement the massage kind of you know that body worker kind of world yeah. and that's where i am now really i kind of moved away from film a little bit as i get a bit older and more into like that sort of the holistic therapies i suppose is the world and i really love it now it's something mm. that i've all yeah didn't realize i would like awesome. but it was like yeah i fell into it by accident so to speak yeah did you want to talk about your uh your facebook page and your instagram um <laughs> do you want people to look you up yeah they can look me up yeah yeah um, it's Hironta Aroma okay, is yeah. the Facebook H-I-E-R-O-N-T-A Aroma is A-R-O-M-A yeah. but it, it was um, people ask where did you get that name Hironta from but I was in Helsinki um, for work a couple of years ago the fil film work mm -hmm. it, I kind of just like the name and it's like, Hironta means massage is in Finnish is it or completely yeah, no, it's unrelated unrelated okay. yeah so sorry yeah. It, it means um, massage in, 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 in Finnish. In Finnish. Hmm. So it had a nice ring to it and it just kind of stuck. Mm, yeah. I was just looking for something different. So I thought, all right, run with that. And I always toy with rebranding, rechanging, but mm -hmm. I just, I like the name. So it just yeah. kind of sticks with me. So yeah, now I just, I do a lot of research into aromatherapy and mm -hmm. oils and herb, herbal medicines and different massage bodywork techniques. Whether it be like deep tissue. I'm interested in learning more, like even Reiki. Mm -hmm. eventually yeah. but not too much i'm kind of interested i've met a lot of people that do rake and kind of interested in that that as a therapy as well um my wife's done that okay mm. i'll have to have a chat yeah. with her then about that because reiki healers and yeah i used to be a little bit skeptical i think like a lot of people like mm. using that how can not touching you mm. work mm. but i did a deep tissue course a couple of years ago and we were all being you know tested on by the other fellow students it's like oh, my turn it's actually really good because you get a massage as well yourself <laughs> yeah. it's really good and this girl put her hands on my back and it was like well what is this touch it just felt so warm and so much energy in it mm. and i turned around and i never said my god what your touch sorry to say but it was amazing what was it she said oh thank you i'm also a reiki therapist so she uses that in mm. her massage and mm. the energy that came out of that was mm. just unbelievable so that's what got yeah. me in. it's something i thought oh, one day i'll do that mm -hmm. but at the moment i've got too much you know i'm concentrating on yeah. building up that but it's something that i thought i'd love to do well that's what things like tai chi yeah and some of the um martial arts mm. they work on the flow of chi yeah yeah and so it's as yeah, much the energy, energy as it is physical power yeah. and force so. and you do you get blocks like you um i work with um a kinesiologist so she does a bit of a blend of reiki muscle testing oils so mm -hmm. she'll bring colors um anything like that but she'll clear uh, blocks which she calls like emotions like through the different chakras in the body and she's mm -hmm. yeah it's pretty it's yeah it's not woo woo and i've got yeah. some other people that are probably on the next sort of level and they can clear a lot of um you know emotions be it from past life or current that you sort of hang on to that create patterns and behaviors um, yeah and, it uh, is a bit woo-woo, but it doesn't mean that it doesn't work. No, but yeah, once you sort of, as you as you were saying, it, yeah. um, you know, 
it only takes a little bit for, for it to clear um, and they can sort of get that energy sort of flowing through again. Yeah. And for those that keep focusing on this woo-woo word, you just like to call <laughs> them out, don't you, Luke? Oh, I just, it's more of an entry level no, no, for people that maybe for, haven't heard about For those that need that qualification um, every time, when they first flicked a freaking electric switch, how woo-woo do you think that was at the time? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. You know, people were going, what the hell is this stuff? You know, yeah. fire, uh, or sorry, dynamite, gunpowder, you know, these things. You're right, and as it becomes more mainstream, but it's more that giving that, you know, up, you know, to your to go and see a practitioner that, you know, to lay on a bed and they're just going to run their hands sort of not on your body, but just mm. over you and then see where you're stuck and have a bit of a conversation mm. around, you know, how's life. And mm. But don't do it. If you want, if you want to stay stuck, if you want to stay in, in your shit life, <laughs> yeah. thinking everything's woo-woo, be our guest. Well, people want a pill. They want a pill. They want an instant fix. Whereas well, I, find, I find with kinesiology and muscle testing and clearing, it's a mm. long, like it, it happens and then you integrate. Like it starts to sort of come to fruition, so you're not necessarily going to feel better straight away. But then, down the track, things drop in. You're like, oh, okay, and you're a bit more receptive to the world. And yeah, yeah. It's, really, it's it's a good space. The health and well-being, especially yeah. I believe massage and aromatherapy yeah. and Reiki, they all sort of tie in really well with the body and nature. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I think also now I look back another reason I think in myself where I kind of gravitated towards that and Albert know this I, I grew up with two very sick parents yeah very right sick, yeah. I mean that not, dad always had illness mum's still Ill, Ill now she's um, got lung cancer now yeah. after having lymphoma and then also breast cancer and a whole mm. history of bad mm. health really and dad was the same he had really bad not really healthy person I think from that and also I saw all they did and it was a product of their generation mm. yeah doctor that's it they just listen to the doctor what the yeah. doctor said even now that they're my mum says oh i can't have much salt's bad salt's bad. Mom, no, no, salt is actually not bad good salt as well if you get you know yeah. i won't go into ramble on about it but good salt's actually good for the body it's the bad salts the bad but just you know, i don't preach to them too much but i think that was the reason also i went down that route now is because i saw even you know mum's medication pills now is, oh i looked at them it's just Thirty tablets or something mm. each morning. Right. She's got to take to counteract the and tablets. Like, and oh, mum, do you have to take all this? Just to myself. I don't. Yeah. Want, I don't want to. Worry. I'd, I'd let her do it now because she's at that age, and I just think, yeah, okay. Yeah. But I, th- I said to me, I am not going to be like that. Mm. For even just for me, even if I just do this practice for myself, yeah, that's okay. Just so I can live long and healthy. That's all I want. I don't want to not end up like them. That sounds awful, but just not that dependent on yeah. visiting doctors like every week and medications yeah, I, I had a um, yeah. medical scan not that long ago and um, they said oh you need to take um, aspirin so I took that from you know and after about a week I sort of started to take occasionally and I didn't really do it and because um, I had a visit with my GP mm. and I turned up there and I said to him I said I've um, you know we I spoke through what had happened and everything else and I said I'm on this but you know he said are you still taking I said I didn't really know how long to take it for and he said for the rest of your life and I just laughed and then I realized it was serious mm. and I'm like well, that's not going to happen. Like, we, we find out what the problem is and we deal with it. Mm. You know, you, you, you don't just take a tablet every day for the rest of your life because why? why? Like, yeah. human beings have been around for a long time and, yeah, yeah, putting these weird chemicals in our body, yeah. you know, it's a short-term fix, maybe, and they're good and there's definitely yeah. reasons yeah. For, for these, you know, for certain tablets, which, you, you know, you can't get yeah. things naturally, but um, you deal with the, the problem. Yeah. So that you don't have to keep doing that because that's a very unnatural thing to be doing, putting tablets in your body like that. Exactly. And it was just before, when I was leaving London, there was a big thing on mental, because it was Mental Health Week a couple of you know weeks ago. And the BBC had a, 
I had the news on in the background. One guy was being interviewed. He'd been on antidepressants 30 years. <sighs> and I've got nothing against antidepressants. Mm. I understand yeah. that short term, I think they're great. But 30 mm. years? Yeah, you, you start to you build a resistance to them too. So then they're on... You know, down the track to settle them down. They're on, you know, they're on, mate. This this stuff and put horses down. Yeah, and I've, I've seen it firsthand. You know, there's some real, real heavy stuff out there. Yeah, um, that people are on, and they'll still function. Yeah, day to day, but it's not. Um, the side effects of these things. And yeah, and they talk about. I think the big benefits of CBD uh, oil um, is is huge. You know, um, that's pot. It is. Well, there's different versions of it. You can, you know. Most most these days, like what they call hemp oil that's legally uh, allowed in Australia, has very, very low to none THC. But then you can get some that do have the psychoactive ingredients. But that's that's changing uh, the landscape in regards to helping people with depression. Like it just takes that edge off, I believe. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and it's it's slow going over here, but you know they're having good results over in Canada with um, PTSD and um, even MDMA's. Uh, they're on the cusp of opening a clinic uh, where um, you know if you suffer from uh, PTSD you can go and get treatment with MDMA because it's a it works on different parts of the body that really open up those emotions you know what I mean really opens up that Pandora box and it's a shift in your in your consciousness not just like a shift in you feel better you know mm. what I mean because you can feel better but then the next moment you can just feel exactly the same as you did the day before and mm. you know nothing yeah. really makes sense so and I've heard a lot of good things about yeah, MDMA as cool. well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. MDMA is good. You may have. I think I sent you a picture of um. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What I couldn't believe that now is legal in UK. Yeah. yeah. There's it's like Amsterdam. It, it. It was. Did you see the photos? It was. A, I was. A, there's a shop in. Um. There's quite a few of them around. I just walked past. I thought, oh, it's CBD. I thought because it's quite legal there now, and I, I use the oil. I brought a whole stack back with me. I didn't realise if it was illegal here oh, or did not. You? Yeah, <laughs> I got it. It's in my oil kit, and I just because I use it myself, yeah, and I right. use it in treatments or topically as well. For yeah, it, it's good for eczema, psoriasis, and it is pain. Yeah, for everything. Yeah. That, so I sometimes put a few drops in and, and, and use that. But yeah, that, that, walked into the shop, and it's just like there's jars of all this bud. Yeah, and I smelled the whole place stunk of like being in an Amsterdam mm. coffee shop. And I said, "Is this legal?" I said, "Yeah, it's fine. It's CBD. It's all legal." It's like, so I sent the photo. I, I sent it to my mum as well. Look, mum, I should bring some home for you. You need this, but yeah, it's it's you know I, it's I starting to happen it. all around the world now. Yeah. Well, you know, Olivia Newton-John is now a poster girl for it. Yeah, mum was telling yeah, right. me actually, but yeah. okay. and for 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 recovery from breast cancer for the third time, I think. And it's a yeah. big yeah, and it because it does it it um it increases appetite, <clears throat> so especially with cancer <clears throat> patients. And again, don't get me wrong, it's not for everyone. You know, so like there's some things that just don't agree with people and that's mm-hmm. fine so it's not that it's the, the you know cure mm. the magic bullet um so to speak because it, it, it doesn't work for everybody but you know those that it does and in different forms that's what i mean comes in different forms no mm. thc low thc some thc um why not why not get a bit of buzz on get the munchies and eat you know if you're suffering yeah. you know if, you, if you're not eating well and you know like i'll take elephant size thc thank you very much elephant size <laughs> yeah yeah um and there's a big difference between like smoking, you know, massive cigar-like reefers and getting absolutely blitzed out of your heads. You, you know, you're non-coherent. We're talking, you know, highly functioning people, and yeah, as you're saying, topically mm. uh, for the skin, like mozzie bites, yep. and lesions, and rashes, and all that. It's fantastic for. But it's like, I mean, I don't know what you pay over here. It's like two hundred dollars for this pissy little bottle. It's it's horrible. It's like it's. 
Yeah. The Australian yeah. government are just way behind. And then they had the law, they changed it. So they it was like a class, it was a class three drug, then they dropped it down to a class four. So then, you know, it was, it was freely available, like good high quality CBD, and then they just changed the law. They just changed it all of a sudden. And then there's all this garbage on the market that's sold locally as hemp oil. And yeah, it's a real shame. Yeah, it's a real shame that we're so far behind in Australia. So then people resort to growing their own weed in the backyard. Mm. Again, there's legalities around that. But, you know, if your kid suffers from epilepsy and that's mm. the only thing that works and people are, like, setting up beakers, like half science labs just to make, you know, oil, mm. it's ridiculous. I know people with Crohn's disease who don't do anything unhealthy. Yeah. And they, they'll have marijuana for palliative reasons. Mm-hmm. <clears> and it, <throat> it works. They have half their fucking internals taken out. Okay, so. yeah, well, there you go. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. So it, it absolutely works for them, mm. and you know these are these are family people, you know, engaged in society, generating an income, paying their taxes, all the other mm. shit. Yeah, probably much better behaved than me. Yep. You know, so actually that's it. Maybe if I start taking it, <laughs> I might chill the fuck out of it. Well, you could get some gold chains, and some yeah. gold teeth. Bling, I don't. Yeah. Even, I don't reckon I'm a blinking. Bit of bit of little Wayne. I think that's me. No, don't think so. Okay. I, I used to they reckon at the footy club they used to call me Alphonse because I had the trench coat and the, <laughs> the slick back hair and the <laughs> and the fiery attitude I thought I was a nice guy well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's what I thought too Al it's what I thought you were going to say Will was and, and I and I reckon this is really kind of something that we explore a lot in different ways but you mentioned to me this morning that you discovered recently your granddad was a natural healer yeah that, well that story is quite and so quite, it's a circle turning for you you know quite interesting but, mm. um, in a quick brief condensed analysis is yeah. Yeah. I made an attempt uh, it's been with me for a long time to, to find my biological mother okay. and I made contact last year and the first email she sent to me was telling you know who she is and also then uh, what she knows about my grandfather I suppose biological grandfather and um, he was a massage therapist yeah. and a herbalist as okay. well. Wow. So that was like, it, it kind of all made sense then what I'm doing. Okay, this is cool. This is all right. I'm, I'm okay to do this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Kind of reassured me that, yeah, this is all right. Um, so that was, that was quite, quite an eye, you know, quite bizarre yeah. situation as well. So um, it all makes, and my, one of my brothers, Greg, who I haven't met yet, uh, will be this weekend actually. He, um, he's a massage therapist as well. Oh, wow. <laughs> he does um, shiatsu. Uh, huh. As well as being a chemist, but that's another story. Chemist, yeah, nice, yeah, oh, sort of tying yeah. in there. I so yeah, biochemist, yeah. yeah, yeah, I make some pretty good stuff. Some good so. friends, yeah, some pretty interesting <laughs> stories. Not yeah. like really, that's a thing. Okay, oh, that's yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was quite bizarre when I found out that, that particularly that side. You know, apart from Amy making contact with with her, um, finding out that backstory about paternal or biological grandparent was quite yeah eye-opening and amazing actually that Mm. it's a whole nature nurture thing what Mm -hmm. what's it in us in our genes what what explains what we do in life or what what's environmental i don't have answers for that but you know there's so many things that we don't yet know yeah um i I talk about us you know having truly infinite potential and you know i have no way to prove how far that can go but you know, there's 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 stories around that just seem not because they happen once, because they happen many times. 
So in India, there are theoretically people that can levitate. Um, you know, I don't know if there's any around right now, but there's been plenty of stories of that happening. There's also stories of, um, so if you watch, uh, you know, this is a cartoon example, so you can potentially take it with a grain of salt, but as an example, if you watch the movie Kung Fu Panda, awesome movie, love it, the turtle in that just kind of disappears. Into the, you know, the wind blows and he disappears and he becomes the petals and, and off he goes. And I don't know how far it goes, but I know that we are all one. You know, in The Lion King, another movie, they talk about uh, the circle of life. You know, the lion eats the antelope and then the lion dies and, you know, fertilizes the grass and the grass grows and then the antelope eats the grass and, you know, circle of life. So we are all one. Whichever way you want to look at it, we can't get away from the fact that we are all one. Uh, but how, what we can do, I don't know. You know, there's so many few people on the planet that have reached a level of enlightenment mm. that, you know, who knows what happens at that point. And maybe we do just become energy, we connect, we, you know, we, we talk about the ability to pass through objects. You know, theoretically, it's possible for one object to pass through another because our particles are so small. Mm. Um, but, you know, have we managed to do it? No, but what's, what's stopping us from doing it? Just on that, let's, let's bring some science to that. I still remember year 10, maybe? physics mm. so where the where the idea that matter is largely space mm. was first tested in a real sense was by firing atoms at a chunk of gold mm-hmm. now I can't remember oh, what the something were. really dense yeah yeah so I mean mm. if anyone's ever held a block of gold it's bloody heavy it's mm-hmm. dense and they they had this theory and they tested it and they fired atoms at it and they passed through mm. yep. so it's scientifically proven yeah that there's a lot of space inside even the most dense object so no matter how dumb you are you've got a lot of space inside you <laughs> to, to, to deal with dumb, more dumbness or just, to, yeah. any random atom you choose <laughs> yeah and we all are connected on some level like I spe- especially with humanness and sometimes we don't see that like you're saying Will that you know your grandfather was you know followed the same sort of footsteps as, as you and sometimes it doesn't make sense at the time you yeah. think like am I going down the right path or is this you know what yeah, I mean yeah, but it, yeah, it, it, it makes sense on an innate knowing level like on the inside yeah. you just sort of know that it's yeah. right and you, it's yeah. the right path but sometimes you question yourself it's the same with, with anybody so uh, but and then those little things come along the way that will justify or reinforce your decision or you know make you think you know I feel a bit more natural because it's you know, genetically someone did it before me or yeah 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 exactly yeah hmm. well it, it it does because we're going to make stories about everything <laughs> yeah it does at least give us a, a reinforcement that that helps i think mm-hmm. um my version of that was just having an old man that worked his ass off for somebody else and me going no why am i doing that and then realizing once i thought about it well his dad was entrepreneurial his granddad was entrepreneurial. Mm, yeah. Beyond that, well, our, the Scott, Scottish ancestors came out here, were entrepreneurial. You know, so he, he was the one that interrupted the line. All I'm doing is following the line in a way. So I, I feel like it's normal for us to make sense in that way. Mm, yeah, yeah, we do what makes sense. Yeah. Or we make, or we make what we're doing make sense. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Sometimes we, it doesn't make sense. Yeah. Well, everybody uh, has justifications. You can look at someone and go, why on earth are you doing that? It makes absolutely no sense. And for them, there's no other option. 
well, like this makes, is the only way it could be. Yeah, it just makes sense for them. So they may mm. not see another way. They may be mm. pig-headed and not look in another direction. They may just think that there's no other alternative, you know what I mean? Like, we, we can't change the way people think or behave, but, yeah, we can definitely give them a bit of a nudge when they need it. Uh, but uh, uh, <laughs> whether it, that helps or not yeah. but is it up to us to decide when they need that nudge like it's right for them we might go oh, there's, there's way better choices and, and absolutely there, there could be theoretically way better choices but there's infinite choices all the time so you know maybe yours the ours and everybody else's isn't the best choice but for that person in that moment they're always doing their best everybody's always doing yeah. their best and we might go look that's a really dumb idea but <laughs> and we can tell them our reasons um, and that's as far as it goes but to decide for someone I think is probably you know he's probably a bit rich well, people need to make it, their it, own mistakes if it makes mm. sense at the time for me to give someone a nudge then I'll do it like the other day we've got a bit of a Anzac a, a knuckle wall. nudge or no just well it might be just a <laughs> hey you know did you know people yeah. did you know you were very aggressive when you spoke to me or did you know that you know like I'm not telling people how to be but We've got a little memorial and these kids are riding their bike, you know, up and down the Anzac Memorial. And they're like, mm. you know, I'm, I've got a bit of a creative a sign writer, yeah? So I can, mm. I know what it takes to engrave all this stuff into walls. And I'm like, and I just rode past said, hey, mate, probably not the greatest idea to be riding around that. You know, I didn't get into the thing of like, well, they're fallen soldiers. Like, I've, I know I've got a mate mm. who would have just given it right to them. Like, you know, mm. they died for you to be here and you're doing this. You know mm. what I mean? Mm. So I give him that. I just said, hey, mate, probably not a great idea to be riding your bike around like that. And he just goes, oh, yeah. And that was it. You yeah. know? So that was just a little nudge. It made sense to me. Yeah. Um, because uh, the alternative is, yeah, if my mate came along, he would have given him a third degree, you know. Mm. And if he gave lit, God help him. He's got to be fast <laughs> on his bike. So that's the alternative nudge. And this is a kid riding his bike, oblivious to the bullshit stories the rest of us make up. Yeah, exactly. The engraved but name that's, that's of someone nudge, yeah. that fought yeah, in like another it. country has yeah. some sort of special meaning that we've got. Now, I'm not going to go at you, but yeah. we can just take different perspectives all the time. That's right. You know. And there's so, different versions of nudges, and it might be, yeah. you know, hey, helping somebody. Hey, you go before me in the in the queue. That's that's what I, you know, nudge. It's, it's all going to be all right. <laughs> there's a nudge. I would actually love to, the conversations that came up before about the, the salt, I'd love to talk about that. But um, I, we're probably coming close to the end of this uh, episode. You're right to um, hang around. We'll do a, do another one. I'd love sure, to talk to you sure. about salt. Yeah, I'd love to. Yeah. You're going to make him wait a whole nother week. I know. You're right, yeah. you're right to hang around for a I'm, while. I'm, I'm, I've got a few weeks here, so yeah, absolutely fine. <laughs> Al will pick me up again. I'll give him a nudge. Yeah, no, Are you guys forgetting that we've already shared with our audience that we record them once? I'm not forgetting, just trying to, just trying to spin the history again. That's right. That was allegedly. That was allegedly. It was allegedly. Yeah. Yeah. Can you allegedly hang around for another week? I can do that easy. No worries at all. Maybe. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, th thank you, uh, David, for, for being here today. It's thank you awesome. for having me. Look forward to continuing the conversation on our, on our next one. Absolutely. Thank you. Thanks. Thanks. This has been Ross Pepper, Alistair McDonald, and Luke Farrar for the Ross L and Luke Show. If you wish to get in contact with us regarding the show, please reach out to us via email on rosslluke at gmail.com. To discover more about myself, Ross Pepper, please visit my website, rosspepper.com. To check out Al and discover what he can do for your team, please visit his website, alistairmcdonald.com.au. 
And if you're ready for an awesome sign for your business, be sure to visit luke at lfsigns.com.au. You have been listening to The Ross Allen Luke Show. Thanks for listening and have a spectacular day.